Hello, I'm the self-development coach, Johnny Lawrence, and welcome to the Self-Development Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with the social media experts that help businesses build strong brands and attract dream clients, Jacob and Jack Cardi, the media bros. These two are a remarkable team that have been hugely influential in helping me develop the self-development coach brand and also something I'd like to tell you about right now. My mum always said that if you're waiting for something to get done, it might be because it's waiting for you to do it. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing it. I've long wanted to be part of a community of like-minded people who all want to learn, grow and develop themselves together. So that's what I started and it's called the School of Self-Development. This isn't about me or some sort of weird ego trip, not building a cult. (laughs) This is genuine. This is real. This is our community. This is a space where you'll be hearing from me and guest experts offering helpful tips and some wisdom and perspective. As our community grows, it's important that all the members that would like to are given the opportunity to share their stories with the intention of inspiring, motivating and supporting each other to move forward. If this sounds like a bit of you and you'd like to join in on our community, go over to the School of Self-Development on Instagram and help our community grow. As I said, the media bros have been a massively important part of my efforts on social media and have helped me create genuine connection and value to the people that choose to follow me. They're also really wonderful human beings, so let's get to it. So I would like to introduce Jacob and Jack Cardi, the uh, media bros. How are you going, guys? All good. Mate, love that um, love the intro. intro. Thanks very much, Johnny. Is, is Jack wiping the tear away? I <laughs> know, oh, I tell you. That, 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 <laughs> Get the that violin too, out. There, that got too much. <laughs> well, in, in Edison, I'm going to put piano music in the background. Yeah, <laughs> you should. You know, yeah. It's going to be like X Factor. You know? Make it real. With, Make it real. With yeah. the black and white, like kind of zoom in. And oh, just yeah. The, oh, yeah. yeah that'd be We're going to go for the close, the close one. And I, I'm going to try and get that screenshot of Jack, like the cat from Shrek, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, how are you doing, guys? You all right? Yeah, good. Thanks, man. All good. I'm like I'm thrilled to talk to you in like this format. Like, obviously, we chat to each other all the time, but to actually have a interview format where we can actually go into some topics really, really deeply is really cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to um, to, to not getting um, the same sort of conversation every week of johnny please know your worth please know your worth. <laughs> johnny uh, slow down slow down johnny slow down i can't imagine the conversations that you two have <laughs> it's like did you speak to johnny yeah i'm exhausted i'm going for a walk what, no, what t- i love about what i love about you johnny though is like you're you're so much like us like i said this to jack the other day like you've always just got ideas like coming all the time yeah. and um very much like me i'm the kind of i I'm very much like that. And then Jack would just kind of just pull me back and said, Jake, just come, just, just calm down. Let's calm down. Just focus on one thing at a time. Um, so when me and you get on a call, Jelly, together, it's, it's poor Jack. Chemical reaction. Yeah. I'm worried about what Jake's done at home when, when he calls me. He's got so much energy. And I'm like, what have you taken? What have you taken? <laughs> well, guys, listen, um, I'm so, I'm really, really happy to have you on here. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, I wasn't just messing around. You guys have had a huge influence on me in such a short amount of time. Um, you know, as much as I spat about trying to help people with their self worth, um, I never claim to have it all squared away myself. You know, I do have my struggles and you guys have been great on that front, really helping me find my value and find my target market and audience. And, you know, there was that that first line you said, you know, if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. And that really resonated with me. Um, so 
I think people are going to get massive value from listening to you guys today. And I can't wait. I've got some really, really, really tough questions. So, uh, you know, and and there will be a test at the end. Okay. So (laughs) whenever you mention tough questions, I was watching, um, he wants to be a millionaire the other other night. And do you know those like the first three questions, which are meant to be like the easiest, like I was getting them all wrong at the start. Uh, So so this is a good starting point. More more training required. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Jake, Jake, maybe, maybe mute. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. I'm doing it now. Actually, just just leave, just leave. Yeah, <laughs> walks out slowly. <laughs> Dramatic leave. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I'm going to start with. Um, I mean, first of all, your tagline, which is "We help experts build strong brands and attract dream clients." Um, tell me about that. Well, it, I mean, it's it's a huge story, really, because we we were super fortunate to we formed media bros um, and we worked with some amazing influencers we worked with some amazing brands literally from the get-go and and we were were mainly content based and doing some amazing content for these guys um giving as much value as possible Um, and then they started asking us questions like what should i do about that and what should i do about this and they were more marketing questions and strategy questions really than they were content questions so we started answering them and giving value that way. And then it was like, we got all these DMs of people asking us about strategy and how to grow online. Um, and they're all experts. They're all service-based. What are we doing? We need to start like forming an offer and helping these, these people. Um, so that, that is now what we do. We, we help experts build strong brands and attract dream clients. They're, I think they're, they're it, ideal client. It stems as well from our upbringing, obviously, uh, we we were really really lucky in terms of um, our childhood and growing up, and like our, our mum and dad kind of gave us the space to focus on stuff that probably wasn't your most conventional route. Like you know, we never really had the the conversations around you know going to university or anything like that. It was very much like if you find something you like and you enjoy, you know, try it out and go for it. And I think we've never really lost that. And I think we've had the luxury of growing up, you know, navigating that um you know all of our interests whereas now we kind of feel like we want to owe it to everybody else to say you know what if you do enjoy something if you do have a passion you can make it into a business and this is how so yeah. that's kind of the gen- the general gist and, then, no, and I, there is sorry sorry johnny and, and there is always a way to make it work yeah as well always i mean that that's the feel i've got from you guys is um you know it was a journey to you know to find you chaps um and obviously i went through different marketing agencies and people that wanted me to spend thousands upon thousands on websites and and, and all sorts of, you can only imagine <laughs> um but yeah. you guys are, are the first chaps that really i've felt that have got my best interests at heart i mean how sort of generous you are with your time. I mean, me and Jacob are spending an hour together tomorrow. I don't know if he knows that, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but we are. We what, are. what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, it's a surprise. <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, Jacob, if you're going to, if you're going to speak, can you just raise your hand? <laughs> yeah, I will. I, I now know this. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of back at school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean that like, uh, you, you know, you, you've, much like myself, like you have people, other people's interests at heart. And there was a wonderful post you guys put up the other day. And it was just, I think it was you, Jacob, screaming, saying, it's not about you. And I was like, that's brilliant. That's it's such a great visual. It really, 
it really does sort of, you know, hit the nail on the head when it comes to what you're trying to do in serving your clientele. Um, so, I mean, what do you see the approach to people taking the most on social media? Not necessarily bad or good, just what is it you see on social day to day? Um, I think it kind of comes back to that post, Johnny. Um, when we talk, when I talked about, you know, this whole idea that a lot of people tend to make themselves the hero um, and, and it, it's kind of almost the other way around. You have to be humble enough to take the position of the guide and to help your client reach their outcome because at the end of the day it's, it's a solution that they want to reach it's not yours it's not your problem it's their problem so you basically just kind of have to help them now the biggest thing you know i i see um you know in terms of mistakes made and and you know especially in the in the entrepreneur business world is that everyone is kind of posting out content with their competitors in mind when i said not everyone like majority of, of content we see on a day-to-day is content which is you kind of know that person's only really made it to almost validate themselves within their industry and to their peers and the biggest i mean the the most frustrating thing with that is obviously when somebody posts that they they want to serve their clients or their prospects or their audience but actually what they're doing is trying to serve their peers by saying look at me i know this stuff this is really interesting like i'm what can i be validated now in this circle um you know it, it take the fitness industry for an example like most people aren't really interested in terms of you know the really advanced workouts and this is you know a1 b2 c4 and, and all this kind of thing they just want to know how what can you do to help me reach my solution you know what can you do to help me fix my problem and that problem might be anything if people took kind of use that as the you know the pillar of what they need to do in terms of, of their content output instead of thinking okay if i post this out will my competitor or will my peer you know find this interesting or will it validate me in that circle then i think there'd be a lot more there'd be a lot better content out there because ultimately your peers are never going to become your clients um the audience are going to become your clients so you've got to serve them instead of um your competitors i also take yeah i also think um, just leading on from that when you try and put content out to impress competitors, you're only ever going to grow short term. So you're never going to have long term growth. And I think just leading it back to the way we are, Jake, uh, the industry we're in, um, and I, I don't know, Johnny, if you know about who, you know, our competitors are and people like us, they post things out to validate how well they're doing or they post things out to, to validate to their competitors that we're doing better than you. Um, and I think that will lead to short-term growth for them. I think they'll grow quickly. Um, but Jake and I won't, we, I think we are, we have, we know full well and are self-aware enough to know that we're not gonna grow as quick as they are. Um, and I think that's because of what we post and, and our values and, and, and who we are. Um, however, I think we'll be here in 10 years and they won't be. So, and and that is that's far, far more important to us. So value, that, value, value over everything. That really speaks to what I experienced before I met you chaps. And that is that I felt like on every, every bit of communication I'd had with previous marketing agencies or social media experts that they were more important than me. Now, it's not about 
me. It's not about my ego or anything like that. It's the fact that, you know, they spend more time promoting themselves than they even gave a thought to me and I was paying them. <laughs> and it, it just got to a point where it was, it was really difficult, you know, whereas you feel like it's an honor to be working with them. And whereas you'd like to think that like you guys make me, you know, make me feel special. Yeah, ain't that nice? <laughs> no, you do. And, and, you know, I can tell when we've had conversations that you've given real thought, like I've had, I've had, um, I mean, I don't, as you say, I don't know about your competitors, but I've had experiences with, um, with other agencies and they haven't even looked at my social media. You know, they claim to be social media experts and they're going to help me, but they haven't even looked at my social media that, you know, one of them didn't even know I had a website, even though the web address I used had the website at the end of it. And they were like, Oh, I didn't know you had a website. I'm like, Oh, I do believe this is the end of our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it's difficult. And you know, it, when it comes down to it, it's very often, as you just said, it's the basics, right? Getting the basics right, you know? So let's start there. What are the basics? What are the basics of what someone, actionable things that you could say right now that someone could do who's trying to improve their business on, say, Instagram? So uh, one of the exercises that we do is basically just banking all of the stories that you've ever had in life, in business, you know, stories that you've heard from people, clients, basically anything that has helped shape you um, and has helped, you know, make you the person that you are today. That is a really, really simple exercise that literally takes 30 minutes, but it can give you, you know, months worth of content. For instance, I, you know, I'd make a table on a Google Doc, which is, you know, story on one side, and then on the right column is impact. Um, and I would write down every single story that you have ever, you know, experienced in business. For instance, for us, um, we use the example of like when I was seven years old, my mum and dad got me a VHS camcorder for Christmas. And um, Jack will probably remember like months and months after I was filming home videos, going around the house, doing interviews, painful, like painful. I was asking Jack how he got <laughs> on in his cricket match, literally he just jumped out the shower and I still got the footage now. He just jumped out the shower. He's got a towel around him. And I said, Jack, how's the cricket match today? And all this. So I was, you know, creating content really you know, since I can remember, but I didn't know I was creating content. Um, and that obviously is basically the, stories, isn't it? Yeah. What you were doing, the, yeah. And the impact that that has now had is, you know, it, it's put me and Jack in a position where we are now. We've been able to work with global brands and to help level up their content. And, you know, when you go from filming with, you know, a awful VHS camera to then, you know, doing some um, partnerships with like Boots and Tangle Teaser and, and these massive global brands, that story in itself has more of an emotional connection Um and if I was to say, you know, we've worked with global brands, we've created all of this content, like just for people to know context and for people to actually hear a story. And when you wrap it up in a story, it is able to, you know, completely convert more people than you would ever think of really, because what you do then is that you, you kind of, it all aligns with your brand. So that's a really simple thing of like literally just writing stories on the left, impact on the right, coming up with 10 stories. And you, you probably, one person is, you know, experience something today i imagine where something has happened which has ha impacted them in some way so the problem is is that when you're in a in a bar or a pub you'll tell your best maybe you won't tell your audience on instagram so i think that's going to be a thing that i i think would be a natural thing for to every all the listeners today is literally just write down their stories write down the impact Jay, and then share it we we have a template for that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, we can drop it uh, in your show notes johnny if you if you want to for your audience 
See, this is what I mean. Always giving stuff away. <laughs> Always giving stuff away. I, lo- I love the way when you were explaining that about working with global brands, there was this like little cringy part of you like, oh, I don't like telling people how good we are. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. That's the oh, thing. I it's love like, it. yeah. it's like, like we we reached that point of like, you know, yeah, we've done, we've done really cool stuff and we've kind of had to remind ourselves of it, you know, because I think that helps, especially if you're going through a bit of a rut, like we all do, or if you're going through like, you know, a couple of days where you feel like nothing's really working, just to sit back and, and reflect on what has worked. And, you know, even from a, the perspective of the last year, 12 months, you'll be able to find moments that have helped, you know, impact your business in some way. So, so yeah, oh, yeah. That's, a, that's another point. I, I always, I always say when I'm discussing these things, we've been fortunate enough or we've yeah. been pri- privileged enough to work with do you know what i mean i i never i always wrap it up like that but you never talk about it like i i you know i noticed you chaps through um uh, some some really high profile um fitness influencers and they all follow you and i've never heard you bring them up once never you know and uh i don't know there's something about that that's just screams integrity to me um, which is what I look for. I'm an integral person, or at least I try. My wife might not agree, but you'll never get to meet her, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, although I might have to edit that out. I, 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 re- I, I resonate with you there, Johnny. I resonate yeah. with you. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, again, it's important. It's important that, you know, I think what I'm trying to say is that you have to look, when you work with somebody in such a close capacity, you have to share certain values, I think. Um, if you don't, then you're always going to struggle. You know, I'm not necessarily a massive money driven person. I'm more of a helping people person. Um, I'm not saying one is right or wrong, but you guys have helped me sort of realize because what that was, ha- what was happening there was I was devaluing myself about realizing. And um, I, and you're brilliant because you're sitting and you're listening to me spout on and I can see it Jack's eyes now. He's like, I know he's always thinking. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, but this gonna- is the thing as well. <laughs> Yeah, like people think that they're not generous if they put a price tag on it, but you, yeah. you know, the most generous people in the world are worth something, you know, like a, a brain surgeon is generous if he's, you know, going to save your life. And, but, you know, you probably, you know, in some countries would have to pay a lot of money for that. So, yeah. yeah. So I think that's, the I thing. struggle with that. I struggle with the charging bit and finding my worth because my goal is to help as many people as I can. And, and so is yours. I mean, we do it in a different way, but you you will you i can't you know yes i I pay you but um what you've given me is is worth more than that because um you know you've even if our relationship ended tomorrow what i've learned from the process that i've been with you guys has been hard it's been really testing but you don't change unless you're tested right you know unless someone applies pressure to you i mean pressure makes diamonds right so (laughs) no well it's it's true and and you know you guys put pressure on me and it's been a couple of I'm almost going to crack moments but but I come out the other side and I keep moving forward and like I said the position I'm in now compared to last year yes yes there's a lot of it to do with me but there's also a lot of it to do with you guys um so the basics um making a bank of um of all your stories uh, and and um experiences is there anything else that you could do simple actionable things that people could do right now i would say um know why things perform well so always track insights how would you do that mm-hmm. with jake yeah, he, yeah. He, he loves <laughs> jake loves insights i yeah. think i think well jack will you will obviously um vouch for me here like a, a year ago things would easily get to me and i'd be like oh it's not working I'm like why isn't it working and i'd be like oh this is this is waste of time when we kind of took a step back and actually do we know it's a waste of time like and we're like 
um well not really okay well how do we find out it's a waste of time and the biggest shift for us is just by tracking every single metric that is there to be tracked um you know we know our our lead costs now we know our click-through rates on all of our ads we know what it costs us to get somebody to fill in an application to work with us like you know that's just on in terms of a marketing level but when you talk about content we know you know um what format of content performs best for us you know and this these things change all the time which is why it's so important just to keep a um look on on all of it so every week just dive into your insights all of these platforms have them um instagram obviously is on the front page facebook's got them on the back end just go into them and just make your own spreadsheet um and just copy and duplicate the data over and you'll start to see trends um every single month you'll see okay well that that piece of content worked best so how can i then double down on that and repurpose that message um because obviously my audience resonated with it most johnny you sent us some trends today some insights yeah uh, do you know what i was gonna i was just about to say like let me give that some context you one of the first things that you said to me because i i said to you i was all a little bit doom and gloom the first time i met you i was oh (laughs) i've wasted loads of time and money and you and the first thing you said well 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 there's no such thing as wasted time and money what did we learn from it and i was like hmm yeah that's true what did we learn from it we learned that this didn't work okay we know not to do that ever again now i got a i think it was you jacob um messaged me and said this post is doing well boost it 144 followers in just under 14 days that's never happened to me before yeah do you know what i mean and that's from watching trends um it's it it doesn't appear to be rocket science but people again they it does appear i used to do it i overthink it i overthink my strategies when actually all you've got to do is connect with people which i can do you know, you put me in an environment with people, I'll connect, you know, because um, I, I, I like to listen, you know, I like to listen to people and I like to offer advice, Not well, <laughs> careful, <laughs> uh, more, more, more guidance <laughs> and support. Um, and, uh, you know, and that's, that's an opportunity for anybody on social, isn't it? And you like you message me, who does that? Who messaged, who's watching that closely and says, right, boost this. And I'm like, okay. And look what happened. And uh, look at him. He's like, in a minute, his head's not going to fit in. On yeah, no, if you, like, if you could just wheel anyway. the chair back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, like, you, this is 100% like yeah. what we teach as well is that there are so many other coaches out there that will say you need, you know, this funnel. You need to, you know, have these this email sequence in place. You need to do this. You need to do this. When the issue with that is that a lot of people start with that when actually what they need to start with is is why they're in business and what they want their business to look like you know in the long term because you know business is fun building is fun um and it just everything needs to be there from the off and i think the the fact that you just mentioned there that you're you're in the game for impact mm-hmm. i think is is one of the sole reasons why you're going to be here you know in in 10 years time delivering what you're delivering but you know to even more people so I think that's key of, of like, if anybody starts a business purely, you know, for short-term gains, then they've got to be prepared that, you know, they start it with that mindset. It's not going to sustain um, for a long time. Whereas if you start it and you, again, you know, there's growth hacks, ads, all this stuff. And we, and we do, our, our program does include a lot of, you know, sequence and building and, and we call it pipelines now. Like, I just don't really like the word funnel anymore just because I think that, devalues your audience Mm. you you think about a funnel and you think about you throwing people into this funnel and you're forgetting about everybody at the top like i prefer using the word pipeline just because it's kind of all on one level um but that's one of the things that you guys helped me with um was you know 
giving people the option and the choice and inviting them to engage with you instead of sort of, you know, jumping in there and sort of invading their space. And we had a great conversation about the other day. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just um, what I love about working with you guys is that you've both got your, your, your expertise and you're, you know, like just then I shout a question out and you're like, Jacob, go for it. <laughs> you know, but you know, you know, your own, you, you know, you know, sort of like what you're good at and, and you don't, you know, there's no ego when it comes to, well, I can do this one. I can do that one. And, and I think that's so important when it comes to, um, well, Johnny, if, if you space. if you asked me to help you with sales, I think I'd be doing you a disservice by trying to help. <laughs> you know, that, uh, I, that's um, it, that's not me. You know, that's Jack. Yeah. And I think if uh, we're not going to pretend to know because I think that it doesn't help you. Again, coming back to the hero of the story um, mm. concept is, you know, you're, we always you're, we always say let's stay in our lane, stay in our yeah, lane. Stay in yeah. our lane. That's it. That's exactly right. I mean, and one more thing on on the basics is um, priming your social. Can you explain to people how important that is? Because that was something that, you know, that little message is your first sort of port of call. When, when people come onto your Instagram, that's what they see, isn't it? And uh, so I've, I asked you to explain it, then I went ahead. And, <laughs> <laughs> you you well, go ahead. Cool, I mean, next question. You, you, yeah, <laughs> you summed it up perfectly. I mean, as soon as someone jumps on your profile, they need to, to know what you do and how you help, right? They're the two things. If, if people can isolate... Um, who you help and how you help them, like they're going to be more inclined to reach out to you um, and to engage with your content and to follow you. So, yeah. and that, that's key. I mean, in marketing, we talk about touch points. You know, we, we, we need 11 touch points on average for, for someone to buy your product. So if they're following you, if they're following you and engaging with your content, they're going to gain those touch points over a short period of time. Wow. It's kind of like if you, if you walked into a bar and you were wearing a costume and then somebody pulled back the costume and then saw that you're somebody completely different. It's kind of like that. Cause when somebody sees your piece of content, you know, on their timeline, they'll look at it and they'll be like, make a judgment, but then they'll do their homework. And it's that part where they do their homework, which you really need to leverage because anybody can post one piece of really good content, but how do you then build those blocks to, to, you know, ultimately make a bigger asset? I tell you what, Jay, your analogies are hilarious. Uh, mate, I'm right. so glad that he tied it up at the end there because I yeah. thought this was going off into me and a you were cartoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me and you were laughing yeah. at each other then. No, I just thought it was going to be like a, like a Scooby-Doo cartoon, you know, where you take off. <laughs> it's, I would have got a wee with anyone for you meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> just digressing quickly. I know it would. I know, yeah, I, know, no, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so you primed your socials, um, and you know you've you've got a nice a nice a slick image in your in your Instagram. You've got a nice tagline. You're starting to sort of put the right content out there. So you're doing you're doing a few things right. What are the mistakes you see? What are the you know maybe maybe one or two just really sort of please don't do that sort of type of mistakes. I I, I think in terms of posting mm. because I, I think the biggest mistake we see. Um, from experts is over-leveraging products and not knowing what their offer is. Mm. Mm. Like, like people come into us and they have 10 different products. Um, they haven't va validated any of them. They don't truly know who their demographic is, who they help. Um, when actually what people need to do is scale back have one single product which they go all in with with their marketing 
uh, and with their with their outreach and then develop that and once that's validated and then they can pivot and move that's the number one that we see because as soon as you start start posting about multiple products like your audience gets confused and they switch off yeah and also like you create a, you create a product and it gets to a point where you you find you kind of feel like it's not really working nobody's buying it so then you create another product and then you create another product so what needs to happen is there needs to be a step-by-step process that you, you know, you come up with, you know, your expertise that you want to share with the world. You package that into a product, you validate it in terms of like a minimal viable dose. So, you know, how can I build this without properly, properly building everything out? You then get, you know, real customer insights on that product, which then help, you know, um, give you the confidence and even bankroll you into actually forming the, the product itself. So that that is a clear kind of roadmap of how things get built. Yeah, I always use the analogy of um, Elon Musk with his Cybertruck, like madness, how, you, you know, you put up a prototype on stage, you, you collect all those deposits, and then you use those deposits to actually build out the car. Everyone starts at the end, when actually you just start with the minimal viable product, the minimal viable dose, and and then get real customer insights to then build out the thing properly. Yeah, because that was something I came to you with what I thought was a product. And I, I loved it because I think it was you, Jack, I spoke to. And you were so cool. You, you, you sat there and you patiently let me go through this whole process. And you went, yeah, that's not your core product. <laughs> I was like, why did you let me speak for like 45 minutes? And then you come up with this stuff and it blew my little mind. And I was just like, wow. And again, it came down to me devaluing myself. And that's part of the service that, you know, I want to get across to anyone listening that might be considering working with you guys is that it's not just this knowledge that you have. It's how well you care for the people that are in your care and how you know like you said in your post it's not about you it really to you guys it doesn't seem to be about you you know and as i've witnessed before there's you know your industry is full of a lot of ego like like any industry is you know it's but, it's, um, it's definitely full of a lot of um people where priority is finance hmm. yes um yes. and and that's really hard label to get away from if you're not that way inclined yeah like because people will see those individuals and see that we do a similar kind of thing and then just go, oh, no, like, I don't talk to those kind of people, you know. And it's really, it's really difficult to get over that. And we do that through content and we do that through more client fulfillment than any other coach would do. Yeah. Because if, if, you make, if you make your clients and you make your, your main goal to help people, like, like finance will always follow. Yeah, it's always going to be a byproduct. Yeah. Um. So why why worry about it? Why talk about it? Yeah. Like just get on get on with helping people, delivering value, and actually, like keeping in line with what you believe, and and you'll be fine. Well, that was what was unique about your sales approach was um, that your sales approach was about building up the client to believe they were worth having your product because. You know, you know, I know you deal with a lot of high ticket products and that's difficult to hit someone with a high ticket price and say, okay, this is how much it costs. Because actually, you know, you might have a bit of doubt, you know, about how much you're worth, but so is the person you're talking to. Because they're like, well, hang on a minute. I'm not sure I'm worth that much money, you know? And, and that's a real shame. So your, your sales sort of approach 
not tactic or strategy because you're not trying to trick anybody. Your approach to it is to get that person to believe that they are worth it because you believe in your product. You, you don't work with people that are charlatans or trying to con anybody. So you know that the product's good. You know that if the person purchases that, that they're going to get what they ask for. So that's not, that's not in question. What's in question is, does that person believe they deserve that? You know, does that person yeah. believe that? And that, that really flipped the script for me. That made me think, okay, I need to convince this person they deserve this because once they get in, that's it. It's like game over. They're going to, they're going to be fine. You know? So that was a nice little ch- little turn of events for me. That, that really helped me as a, as a person um, trying to build their business and also helping other people. You know, uh, yeah. so, so, Sales is like, obviously, you know, you can go into this in a little bit more detail, but like sales, everyone's kind of, you hear the word sales, you think, oh, you know, snake oil salesman and all this yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. when actually sales fundamentally is helping someone make the right decision for them. Yeah. Love helping that. them move out of their comfort zone because nobody wants to move out of their comfort zone. And if you as a salesman know that your product is the solution to their problem, yeah. then it's just about helping them make the right decision for them. That's all. And, and unfortunately with sales and especially with, with high ticket sales, Johnny, it, it's inevitable that the, the prospects, the client, the other side is going to get uncomfortable. And, and that's fine. That's fine. You know, but it's about caring for them and, and taking them through the process to, to like, well, okay, like I'm here to help. I can, you have a problem. I can offer you a solution, you know, and it's up to you whether you want to take that or not. Yeah. And it's being able to, my problem is accepting that. Um, initially I take it as rejection, but I suppose what it is, is that it, that person's either not ready or their money's not in place. And, and that's kind of not your fault you know no. and that's yeah. hard because you my automatic reaction is I'll to drop the price but then you remind me Johnny how much do you invest in this how much have you invested in that how much time have you spent away from your kids and your wife and all these different things and even this like being on a zoom call it costs money to be on zoom right <laughs> it's yeah. not a lot but it all adds up you know yeah. and it's them little bits of value that go into that product that I'm very, very, have a big tendency to just brush that aside and say, yeah, sure, you can have it for a tenner. <laughs> and there's you two going, oh, man. <laughs> but you're, you're ultimately, if you, if you do that, you're not doing them the favor that you no. know you can give them. You know, no, like, right. it's if you drop your price or anything like that, then what you're basically saying is, you know, I kind of, I, you know, I'm not worth this much. I'm not as valuable, really, as I first said I am. Mm. So really, you're kind of, you're not doing them any favor. And also, it's, you're putting yourself into the same market that they're trying to get away from. Yeah. If you know you have a product which helps and you know that this is the solution, if you take away any of those deliverables, then obviously the price will decrease, but then you're taking away deliverables, which then in turn devalues the product. So are you a solution anymore? So yeah, yeah. that's one thing. Yeah, no. Just just on that um, and going back to the, the sales side of things. And I think this is really important because when I heard it, I went, wow. As human being, Jim Carrey said, 2004, wasn't it, Jake? University um, a speech. He said that as humans, we often disguise, we often make decisions um, with fear disguised as practicality. Hmm. Right? Wow. So in sales, often someone will say to us um, or, or one of our clients, uh, I'm not, this isn't really the right time for me. I think I'm going to finish this first. Or I think um, maybe come back to me middle of March when actually, you know, they're they're fearful to make that big decision, right? To make to take that leap, and that's absolutely fine, you know. But you just, it's 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 
finding the reasons why they're fearful, not yeah. just saying, oh, you know, must be a money thing, right? Because it might not be, right? And as humans, we do that every single day. Like you'll be able to come up with a time in the last week. I did it. I had a dentist appointment a few weeks ago. I canceled it. And, and I said it was, it was because of like some rubbish excuse. And but it makes sense to you at the time, doesn't it? That excuse sense, is like, yeah, yeah I can justify that. Yeah, you justify it in your own head. Mm. When actually, I was just fearful of the pain. I just could not be dealing with it, right? <laughs> um, and and as humans, we do that all the time. Got all that on time. video now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As as humans, we do it all the time, and 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 it's no different with sales. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I find as well with my clients is, um, you know having been in the health and fitness industry for a decade and a half and now transitioning into life coaching, it's all very much the same people. Um, what I find is somebody will, will want to lose weight, let's say, and they just, they start on an eating regime and an exercise regime and it starts to work and they start to get results and it starts to get happy, but their peer group that they hang out with all of a sudden, they're not having beers with them on Friday. They're not going out for pizza on Friday. One of their mates says, oh, um, look at him. Look at him. He's not, not drinking beers of us. He thinks he's better than us. And before you know it, whether you like it or not, they don't like the way that you're making them feel. Get better you, friends. Yeah, well, well this is, this is, there, there's this quote about it, isn't there? About like, um, what's that quote I read earlier? It's, um, you, can't you, change, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. And I thought, yeah. I love that, you know, because at the end of the day, one of the reasons why most exercises uh, and diet regimes fail is because people start to get pushed out of their group. And once they get pushed out of their group, the only way they can get back in is if they fall back in line again. Isn't yeah. that, that a big is what, shame? That's such a big that's shame, it. isn't it? No, but it is. But it is what happens. You know, you have all these friends around you who aren't prepared to change, don't want to change. Um, they do what you said. Um, they, they, they strongly justify their actions. Um, you know, oh, I work really hard. That's why I go out and I get obliterated on a Friday. Um, you know, whatever, you know, not worrying about the health and all the other lists of reasons why they shouldn't do it. And it's not to judge, you know, people should enjoy themselves. But if you're saying to me, honestly, that you want to make this change, you have to accept the fact that you are changing and that there will be people around you that may not accept that. And what are you going to yeah, do then? Yeah. You know, you, that, you know, you're, you're uh, the average of the, the people you hang around yeah, with, right? That's right, yeah. And do you know what's mad is like, if you've got insecurity, it's probably the first thing you judge on other people. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Like, you know, if, you, if you're bringing it back to content, if you post a bit of content and you're just insecure about how, you know, what people will think of it um, because of X, Y, or Z reason, you're probably judging somebody else's content for exactly the same reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't help it. It's, it's the way it's the way that you view the world, isn't it? You know, yeah. That's what I always say about people's values and beliefs. You know, you've got to be careful what advice you take because the only advice they can give is the way they see the world. And if that's not the way you see the world, then there could be a problem. You know. Yeah. And it's it's about being careful, isn't it? And you know, anyway, getting a bit spiritual here, boys. Uh, I love <laughs> it. I love it. Go bring it bringing it back on topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're just discussing um, the most common mistakes. Um, are there any more that you see? God, we, I think we, we, this is the problem, right? Like, <laughs> they're, 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 it's so much easier to see like what's going wrong than what's going right. And that's and a it, bit of a shame yeah. in general, isn't it? Of like, you know, there's so many people out there doing amazing stuff, like talking mm -hmm. to their audience, no, you know, flying the flag for a certain, you know, certain values they have. 
Um, and that you can just kind of flip those around, you know, you can just find out what people are doing it in the opposite way. And, and, you know, we use this word values a lot and, and again, we've kind of touched upon it of actually compromising your values, feeling like you have to fit into a, into a certain, you know, identity. And Jack and I, you know, we, we see other coaches come up on our timelines and our Facebook feeds and whatnot. A lot of them are feeling like the only way to kind of get attention is by, you know, standing next to a really expensive car or, you know, um, sitting on the holiday with, you know, um, designer clothes on and stuff like that and that might just be their identity and in which case cool like go for it amazing but what i would hate to think is actually people feel like they have to do this stuff in order to be successful um yep. you know and it could it probably happens in, in any any industry you know the fitness industry life coaching industry anything where you feel like okay this person's successful the only reason i can also become successful is if i emulate that person you are so right and that, that- that is exactly the advice I got given by somebody else. They told me that I need to be aspirational. And, you know, I drive a nice car and all that sort of stuff, but I'm very low key about stuff like that. To me, it's not about possessions. Um, that, that that reason I drive a nice car is because I deemed at one point I was worth it, you know, and I cringe, but every time I go to the car park, I'm like, wow, this is cool. True. <laughs> you know? yeah. I enjoy it yeah. every day. You know, I really do. I, I'm grateful for it, but I'm not going to then take it a step further and start showing off on social media about it because that's not aspirational. That's making someone feel terrible. Mm. You know, that's like me, you know, training really hard to get a six pack. And instead of putting in all the work and sacrifice that I put on social, I just put the six pack and say, look at that. <laughs> I think not- it's doing it. Yeah. It's doing it for the yeah. right reasons. Yeah. Like hundred percent. Like You can be you know, aspirational, nice but, but um, yeah, you can also be a bit, you know, <laughs> people, people also resonate with the journey way more than they resonate with the result. That's a lovely way to put it. That is exactly right, you mm. know? And it's about, okay, yes, you know, like, let, let's look, let's take someone like Dwayne Johnson, for example, right? <laughs> Theoretically, us free lads should hate him, right? He's six foot five. He's absolutely jacked. He's a multimillionaire. He, he screams success. And, and by the way, but the best thing about him is none of that. The best yeah. thing about him is that he's an incredible dad. Exactly. And, that's, yeah. and, and you can't dislike the guy because yeah. he... He spouts out all the time. He's one of my role models in life. He he spouts out all the time about being the hardest worker in the room. He's not saying it's easy, you know. He's no. not he's not showing off. He's just saying, listen, I'm working really hard and I'm getting what I deserve, you know. Um, yeah. And at the same time, like you said, he's all about his kids. He's all about his wife. He's got great values and they shine through. It doesn't matter what he does. It, then values shine through. And he then- makes all those things non-negotiable, Johnny, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 brilliant, and I, he's my favorite person to follow on social media. Well, he's what is he three hundred million or something? And even yeah, the way he did that, surprised. the way yeah. he celebrated that, like uh, when he turned three hundred million or whatever, it was just so like thank you so much, the gratitude. Most people don't even say anything. No, but you know, I mean, if I at this point, if I could get to two k, I'd, <laughs> I'd <be> celebrate. <laughs> Same, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're the experts, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's so true, mate. It's so true. And he, he knows why he does what he does. He knows what his values are yeah. and he's not afraid to tell them. I think the actual coming back to, to mistakes, the biggest shame and I think the biggest mistake that someone can make is not posting something because they're worried about what someone else thinks about it. Mm-hmm. We've all and had that, that though, right? We've all, we've all had it. Yeah. And, and can you imagine, the biggest can you imagine like if, if, you know, that imposter syndrome kind of thing, like, people in history you know martin luther king like um, even greta thunberg these people who have a mission and they're thought leaders 
imagine if they didn't actually share their values with the world purely because be they're different. worried about other people. Exactly. Crazy. Well, look. At so, you, so you sitting there not doing it, you know, you could be having the same impact. But you just don't know it. Well, look at look at the chap that that walked up and down his garden, right? Um, yeah. You know, uh, months before that. He, um, he was, I, think, I don't know if it was months or a year before, I might butcher this story, but it was something like he was, they were trying to decide at his age whether an operation that was going to save his life was, was going to, whether they, were, whether they were going to bother, you know? And had they, imagine they hadn't done that and he'd passed away before he did that, that would have been 30 odd million pounds that didn't go to the NHS. Yeah. You know, that's or, remarkable. Or even if he sat there and thought, you know what? I don't, do I do this? I don't think anybody's yeah. going to really care. Like, yeah. I, I think he was also, trying to, what is he trying to get a thousand pounds? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he nailed that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> or, or if he thinks, you know, oh, that person, they're all going to laugh at me, you know, yeah. but, you know, he did it. He went with it and he did it because he wanted to. He only cared, you know, again, internally, um, the reasons he wanted to do it without needing the external validation. I suppose when you get to that age, you, you just, them sort of things no longer apply. I mean, if you want real wisdom, you speak to somebody. Um, older and they'll tell you what matters one of the things I quite often do with clients is something called the rocking chair test where I get Mm. them to sit back um, and say they're 80 years old lie back in a rocking chair your life's gone really well what happened and then they tell me what 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 their goals are right in that moment they tell me what's important to them and 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 uh, it always makes me smile and it's a pleasure to watch you know um somebody sits there and tells you and then they open their eyes and they look at me pretty much the way you guys look at me very often and they go (laughs) <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, wow, yeah, this is a great conversation. I'm really enjoying this, guys. Um, what are the current trends that you're seeing at the moment, and um, where do you think things are heading towards when it comes to social media, Jake? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm raring to go. Um, I think, I think everybody needs to really focus and hand down on on the creative aspects of social media. Um, you know, we went through a time where the, um, you know, ad cost was particularly low on, on Facebook and other platforms, whereas now it's starting to increase again. Um, but you're going to get the best bang for your buck if your creative is good. And there's one thing that has stood the test of time, and that is really good branding um, and really good creative um, as part of that. So if you can basically invest your time and energy into creating a brand, whether that be through content, through, you know, again, reinstating your message and your values um, and just making sure that every single thing you put out, you put your heart and soul into it and it's going to serve your audience. Um, And again, what we've mentioned as a common theme of this episode of like detaching yourself from the outcome, but just knowing within yourself, you know, this is serving the people that I want to serve. That is going to, you know, withstand any trend essentially you know you we talk about ads we talk about pre-roll we, you know all of these marketing funnels everything you know copywriting like just focus on being the solution to somebody's problem yeah it's all and it I, is. to follow up on that that was really well put um i i think brands who put themselves their, their values front and center for everyone to see and act in a line with those uh, they win all the time. I mean, you, Jay, we talk about them a lot, but Brewdog, right? Brewdog, uh, big um, beer brand. They're, they're growing and growing and growing. And they literally mission values front page of their website. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we stand for, sustainability, like helping the planet. 
and we're yeah. going to help in that in that mission every single day and everything they do their behavior aligns with with those values and those missions so you know it's real as well it's no, not it's just real. it's not just yeah. a gimmick it's it's, yeah. it's this is how we are and it's non as you said earlier it's non-negotiable um, mm, yeah. another another company that does that really well is john lewis you know you can't yeah. find a person in the world that when you say to them about john lewis if they know who they are then they don't say um integrity or reliability or trust or something you know mm. you know that when you buy it from them their warranty alone says look if you're not happy bring it back and they and they yeah. legitimately do as yeah. well and they make it as easy as they can for you you know yeah, I, yeah. and and the care I, I i don't want to get this wrong but i think the care they've shown for staff through this pandemic as well sums up their the value yeah you know so and, and you really can't impressive. beat you can't beat that you know that's the stuff that you don't forget you know, well, I, saw, I saw today like Moon Pig. These are really just cool things that companies do. Again, putting their customers as the hero of their stories, like Moon Pig around Mother's Day, um, have given people the option to opt out of receiving Mother's Day themed emails, um, you know, promotional emails, because they understand that, you know, it, it might be a hard time for a lot of people, um, especially in the last couple of years. Wow. And obviously, people tragically losing their mothers. Yeah. They've put out an email, say, look, if you don't want us to send you any um, emails, about Mother's Day, here's a chance to opt out. Mate, that's giving me goosebumps. That's really that's great. That's, that yeah. is some hell of a value. That's really, really nice. But that's... this is the stuff like it's, it's simple to do. <laughs> and all, and the reason they've done that is because they put their customer first. Yeah. That's all it is. We had a local um, a local company here. Um, There's like a, a sanctuary for animals. They're a charity. And um, I come home today and on the doorstep is a, is a, uh, a little booklet. And it says, Obviously, you can't visit the animals at the moment. So we thought we'd get them to visit you. And they they made this, this little pamphlet. They don't ask for anything. They're a charity. They probably haven't got the money to do it. But they did it. And they sent it out to all of the people that so support cool. them. And I thought, wow, <laughs> that's so really cool. nice. You know, yeah. It's just stuff like that. Like you say, putting put in the, the, the customer first. That's, um, there's, a, there's a deeper meaning behind it you know mm. yeah like and it makes you feel something yeah again jake we were talking going on a larger scale god jake and i talk about business so much um <laughs> I, I think we need to start talking about other things mate <laughs> um but but going on a taking you know it to sports a larger, exists right yeah I know. <laughs> taking it taking it to a larger scale like with tesla and elon musk these he, he has uh, a, a wider like mission purpose mm. like he wants to create life and for, for humans to on other planets, you know, he wants to um, have just uh, electrify vehicles. So, you know, the, the world doesn't get damaged. Like the, the purpose that he has goes far beyond business and normal business metrics. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you can build a business or a personal brand who do that, and it's quite clear that they are your values, you are going to go very, very far. And you should go far. I mean, I, I experienced it. Um, I made a video um, about what I would say to eight year old me. Yeah, and great I, video. I, by the way. Great video. Uh, thank you. Um, I had that I've had that video for a long time. But um, and I put it out a really, really long time ago. And I did it in a really low key way because I kind of, it's like shouting quietly. I sort of wanted people to see it, but I didn't want them to see it. <laughs> and, and no one really did. And then I put it out again yesterday. And it, it's not necessarily like the response it gets. It's the private messages I get. Yeah. And what it is, is about making people feel reassured that, you know what, it's okay to, to feel like this. It's okay that these things happen to you. Um, and it's also about helping uh, that reassurance but it's also about that support 
it's like, you know, I speak to a lot of people through DMs and we just resonate and talk and I don't charge for that. And I don't expect them to come to me, but that's there as, as part of it. And, and I suppose that speaks to what you're saying um, in the sense of just giving that value and you, you don't, and, and, and understanding what value is knowing mm-hmm. that that's value. Again, you guys taught me that, that, that stuff there, I don't charge for, but I also don't consider it as work. You know, because mm. I love it. You know, I love the fact that I might have made someone stay um, or cheered them up or made them see something differently. That that that's that's valuable to me, selfishly. And that, <laughs> yeah, that, well, that that fuels you to then serve. Like one of the, coming back to another theme of like ours is like this ability to say no to things because we know if we if we say yes to everything you know, that doesn't align with our values, then basically it's, it's, it's selfish because it pulls us apart from actually delivering the mission for our clients, yeah. for our, our audience. So, so yeah, like, you, you know, you replying to those DMs, Johnny, yes, it's free, but if that's the thing which basically you leverage to then, you know, work on your bigger project yeah, and um, because it just fills you with so much joy, then yeah, like that's an investment. Well, in a way though, it has nothing to do with my work um, that I'm doing as a coach. Um, but what it does do is, is what I was really desperate not to be was that coach that comes across perfect, that mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I've got all the answers. Look at me, you know, I, I'm living that perfect life. I have my own struggles that I have to deal with every day, but that's the point. It's everyday work. You wake up in the morning and you have to have a little quiet word of yourself about how your day's going to go. And you have to fight against all them limiting beliefs and fight against that imposter syndrome. Because I can tell you something about, I know you have worked with a lot of successful people and you've probably seen it the way I have when I've worked with successful people. They don't put themselves in that position. We do. So the rock doesn't think of himself as the rock. The rock thinks of himself as probably husband and, 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 uh, and dad. It's us that make him the rock, you know, mm, yeah. you know, and he yeah. plays that part for us um, with that sort of quiet understanding. And it's it's the same with someone's being really um, sort of coming across really successful, you know, and it falls off. It's because people st- they start to they start to buy into their own rubbish, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, okay, that's enough now, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's about having that self awareness and knowing that I don't I don't put them videos out there to say for sympathy for um to get any money from it i do it out there because i want to service yeah and i want to show that actually um we all go through struggles i'm not perfect haven't got it right i'm flawed like everybody else but i'm trying and that's what it's about it's about effort and you never and you never that's perfect and you never know who it's going to impact no and when you get that message back it makes it all worth it yeah when i put them sort of things out them personal things i don't look at my phone for hours i feel sick i don't know what i don't want to get i don't want to know what they're going to say and then i pick up my phone and so far i've been very lucky and i've i've got messages um private ones and i you know i don't expect people to to get out there on social and they're there you know that's what i'm doing that's my choice um and i've found so far that it's been relatively positive and well received and you i know like you know if, if if things continue to go in the way they're going, there's going to be someone someday that says something really silly, but that's going to be about them, not me, right? Yeah, yeah. 100%. As long as you know that, that's the main thing. Well, I say that now, you have to hold me to that. <laughs> we will. Yeah. We will. So <laughs> uh, we, to, to sort of move into the close, because um, you guys have been really generous with your time today. Um, what's the one piece of advice that you feel that you give the most? That helps. <laughs> to... <laughs> to, to, to to be authentic yeah and to yeah well coming coming on to that just know your identity and know who you want to serve 
yeah that's great advice um just yeah don't try and be something you're not you know yeah yeah you know every, everyone's got something about them that makes them appealing and that's their brand um and I, I hear it all the time it's your brand is what people say about you when you leave the room <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah very true you know what, true. what they say about you when you leave the room I, i'm not been not been uh, uh brave enough to ask anybody yeah <laughs> <laughs> if, if you if you go if you go a million miles an hour at something that you don't believe you're gonna have to reverse at some point mm. Mm. yeah 100 like- percent. there's been things that we've done in the past that we just like didn't fuel us you know on the on the front end they look really really successful and thing, things were going well but we've had discussions together and we're like, Jack, does this, are we enjoying this? Are we, you know, are we kind of getting everything we want to get out of this? And are I we serving the round of people? That I love that. And, um, and, you know, sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is yes. When it's no, we kind of reevaluate. We look at things, we tweak things and, you know, and we keep going forward. It ultimately takes you to a better product, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. All about the journey, as you said before. Yeah. And, and, there's, and there's no, yeah, we were saying this the other day, is like you, the most, the best thing about running a business is building it, you know, and if you're constantly building, then you're going to have fun for the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, I always say that I got a friend who's um, climbed some pretty cool mountains and he said, never do I think about the top. He goes, actually, when I get to the top, all I can think about is getting to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, he said, but I, whenever I think about it, I think about the the, the, top, the the journey up the hill, you know? Yeah. I think that's, a great... that's what you train for, isn't it? Yeah, you don't train to stand up at the top of a hill, do you? No, no. <laughs> if, Take that if, if you did, That's if you did, Instagram. I'd be on Mount Everest by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be yeah. done. Yeah, I, I, I listened to a podcast once and they said if it was just about being at the top, then we'd just get a helicopter ride. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That simple. You just get a helicopter. Yeah. I'm not sure if you can do that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, you get the analogy, I'm sure. <laughs> um, right. So, I mean, last question, and then we'll go into how people can find you. Um, how do you believe that you can help businesses out there level up and develop their brands? You two personally. <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing is narrowing focus and helping people come to the realization of, of what they truly want to do and what they truly want to build. Like the, one of the main things that Jake and I do in the first few weeks of someone's with us is actually isolate wh- who that person is, is trying to, to build and why they want to build that product. Like, like, what's the offer? You know, that's the one of the first, first things we do. And then we obviously going to helping them build it and what goes uh, behind that, you know. Um, Jake might answer that differently. I'm cringing Similar. inside because I just remember that process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think, Johnny, I mean, you're, you're a prime example, you know, someone who's come in who, who's successful already and has ready-made offers. Um, but just a little bit of narrowing a focus. That's all it was mm. for, for you to go on and, and start really having like a fuel drive at what you want to do. Well, that that insight that I sent you today, that's very mm. telling, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because I know that after my first encounter with you chaps, I thought I knew who I was trying to reach. I thought I knew who I wanted to work with. Nowhere near. Didn't have a clue when it now in hindsight, I look back and I almost feel slightly embarrassed, you know, because I didn't know, but I thought I did, but that's part of the process. And, and what you guys have been really good about, um, you know, as to say what you can offer businesses is that you're really kind and generous with your time and you're very, very patient and you don't judge. You don't judge, you know, you, you accept that mistake is learning. And you make sure that I learn <laughs> yeah. instead of going, instead of having the same conversation with me in two weeks time. <laughs> biz, biz, business growth is really, really simple if you don't overcomplicate it. Mm. 
uh, you know, that's that's the biggest thing. People look for over overcomplication. They look to overthink things. But yeah, actually, like you're coming back to it, like you know, do you have a solution to a problem? Yes. You know, do you have a way of packaging that solution? Yes. Do you believe you can help someone? Yes. That's all it is. Yeah. Because yeah. it is, it's, it's mindset. It's, it's, um, you know, mindset first and foremost, really, you know, I, again, do you know your value? Do you know what you're worth? Do you know that this is actually a solution to someone's problem and that you just don't think it is. And if you had that confidence, then, you know, then it's the world's your oyster because you know, you've got something there that can help people. And, and then it's about scaling it. Can you, can you take someone from A to B? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's, let's package it up and make it, you know, make it a value prop. Yeah. I mean, just to, just to bolster that, you know, when I came to you, I didn't have a product. Um, and I thought I knew who I was not, I hate the word target, but I, I, I thought I knew who I was trying to serve, um, only to find out that actually the insights as, as Jacob says, is, um, is telling me differently. And then I had to look into my soul and say, okay, this isn't who you're serving. This is who you think you want to serve. Why do you want to serve them? Because somebody else put the idea in your head. Um, actually, I don't want to serve them people. I want to serve these people. And now I'm serving them people and I feel really aligned with what I'm doing. And uh, and that's 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 the difference. I now have a product that I believe in, that I'm confident. I, I've trialed it. I'm watching it work week after week. And it's an absolute pleasure to watch these people going through this process grow. And that's down to what you guys have, have, have installed. And I won't accept that it's not. Um, I didn't simply didn't have a product until I met you guys. So yeah. I'm very grateful. People, people... Um... Jake, you summed this up perfectly the other day when someone asked us why um, you do what you do. It was, well, we help experts. And then those experts, with the knowledge they've, they've acquired and, and how far they can reach now, help 10 other people. And then those 10 other people might you know, build relationships because of that advice that that experts come up with, then they can help another 30 people. Yeah. So like, it's, it's a huge like domino effect of value and and help um and that's that's why and i think um, adding on to what you just said there johnny about your product like I'm, I'm flipping this around now because you showed me the structure of your program the other day and it's unbelievable anybody listening to this like just give johnny a call because everything listed on there again those values aligned like everything was so in-depth and detailed and you said to me, Jake, you know, I can't do 10 minute calls with my clients. I need to do much, much longer ones because this stuff can't be covered in a shorter call. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and, and my way of serving them is by allowing them more time with me. So yeah, like that's a credit to you. Yeah. And you know, not about, not a lot of people would, um, you know, take that approach. So but you, but you're the only company I've worked with that's, that's accepted that like you've accepted that. Okay. First and foremost, I'm not driven by making money. I'm driven by helping people. You are the guys that go, okay, this is what this is worth. And <laughs> every Monday or Tuesday, when I have a phone call, I can see his eyes rolling. It's like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Johnny, no, Johnny, to, come back. Stop trying back. to bring the price down. I'm like, oh, well, you know. So yeah, I mean, I just wanted to bolster that. You know, you guys, you guys help people um, level up. You really do. You're helping me. Um, it's happening right now. And um, I'm forcing myself to enjoy the process. So I suppose what I'm saying in a roundabout way, you know me, why use one word, but I can use 25,000. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very grateful. Thank you.
Thank I, you, pre- mate, I appreciate yeah. you. And again, it's, it's nothing to do with us. We were just the Hermione Granger to your Harry Potter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd end on another analogy. <laughs> I want to call you Yoda, but I'm pretty sure Yoda's never said that. <laughs> I don't know why I went with Hermione as well when there's when there's blooming Ron and Dumbledore. Dumbledore, Dumbledore. <laughs> we just made Mate. ourselves into the um, opposite um, sex. So there you go. That, that is forever. That is. Um, <laughs> and as as I, as I affectionately refer to you as the media Jedi's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> the media Jedi's. You know exactly what you do. Now we know there's a great gift for that, so it's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that that popped me. That did when I saw that come through with a little Yoda weekend. I was like, man. That's that's amazing. Um, okay, so tell people where they can find you, man. Jake, um, what do you want? <laughs> coordinates or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a Google Map reference would be great. Like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we are we are on all, all the platforms. When I say all, on all the platforms, I don't think we're on every single. We haven't one got our invite to Clubhouse yet. No. Oh, no, we're gonna. I got one. Yeah. Oh, do that. Awesome. Yeah, Thanks, awesome. Johnny. Um, we're yeah mainly on Instagram and um, the Media Bros, um, Facebook Media Bros, LinkedIn Media Bros, Twitter Media Bros. So everything Media Bros. Um, yeah, jump on, say hello, and um, yeah, let's have some fun. Don't just follow <laughs> us. Say say I don't know what that, come and say hello to us. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that called action was. Have some fun. <laughs> but I quite like it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Lucky, I, <laughs> l- lucky I didn't give my coordinates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could go so wrong. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. It depends yeah. how you look at it, Johnny. Uh, I, I've got one question just before we go. And I've always wanted to know the answer to this and always forget to ask why the media bros? Oh, this is actually, this could be a whole really podcast, cool but I'm going to really shorten it. Okay. Um, we went to um, a seminar with um, a guy we look up to called Daniel Priestley, um, great marketer, and we were called Hot Mug Media at the time. That's what we that's what cool. we launched as, and that's, I think that's because Jake burned his hand on a cup of tea or something. Yeah. Anyway, we we so we we had a chat and we decided that after that um, seminar it was really good, and we actually were a friend of Mark Larousse now who spoke at that that seminar. Um, he we decided to make it what it was you know we were brothers people think like are these guys brothers like no we actually are brothers we are yeah. <laughs> i saw a post once say just to show that we are brothers yeah <laughs> it was um, picture of you two and you we, uh, yeah we have to validate that we are actually brothers <laughs> um and everyone uh, just looks at me like jake like you're so handsome right like, jack, jack jack can't be your brother <laughs> is this gonna be like a, a, a donald trump barack obama i need to see your birth certificate <laughs> yeah 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 have, have, have you guys got the same dad <laughs> Um, oh man, that's brilliant. But, but no, no, we are we are actually brothers. Um and we decided to make the company what it was. Um so you know that's exactly what we did after Plus, that. Um, like two years ago. I'm a big fan growing up of uh, Mario Bros. So nice, yeah. Media yeah. bros. Totally reckon that there's gonna be a Halloween um Mario Brothers uh theme going on for you one day. You've got to do that. It's done, it's done. <laughs> No, it's done. It will be done. Oh, good, good. That's, say, oh, that's wow. what Jack, that's the, the, insight into our working relationship, by the way. Yeah. Like, we need to do that. Jack goes, it's done. And we're like, yeah, but Jack, we need to actually plan no, on doing it. let's just it. do it. It's done. <laughs> I just say, you're going to walk into work one day and there's a pair of dungarees hung on the back of the door and a little flat hat. Yeah. It's like, you know what to do, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we were, we started our, like, um, kind of niche podcast, um, 10, 20 episode thing, like, two years ago in Suffolk, where we live. And I said to Jack, like, we need to do a podcast. This is what the idea. Jack goes done. And before we knew it, like our Amazon cart was full of all this podcast gear and he clicked go. And I was like, 
we haven't talked about this. Like, yeah. we haven't talked. We're, we're doing it now. We're doing it, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, but, mate, that, that, that's another key, by the way, Johnny. I'm sorry, but like, if you're running a business, make decisions Make decisions fast. <laughs> Simple as that. That's yeah, because that. we all know that we can all we can all talk ourselves out of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I could do it every day. There's been there's been days where um I feel like I'm wasting my time and I just want to pack it all in. I'm just like, what's the point of all this? You know? Like you, you work so hard sometimes to get like, you know, three followers or ten likes or whatever. And then you realize you stop yourself and you go, wait a minute that's not what it's about yeah. <laughs> i'm not trying right. to do that and and it, and that's what the social media does sometimes it's such a great tool and i'm not going to bash social media because it's got so it started so many important movements and it's got so many great messages out there even little things like somebody lost their dog the other day and if it wasn't social media stuff. they yeah. wouldn't have found it you know yeah. so i won't i won't bash social media but it is a tool and you do need to uh use it wisely and you need to control it not let it control you mm. um and i think that's important uh Anyway, good. <laughs> sort of good message. Uh, after-school after message there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Safe, everyone. <laughs> Don't do drugs. <laughs> right, listen, uh, I better go before we're on here. We'll still be on here at night time if we're not I'll tell you what, I, I honestly could chat for another hour. But uh, we, 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 we may well do. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, listen, lads, um, honestly, I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for your time today. Is there anything else you want to tell people listening? Is there anything coming out that you want to let them know about, or is that it? No, mate, like right back <laughs> no, at that's right, it. right, literally right back at you. We appreciate you too. Yeah. And um and you know, everyone out there, like just post it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> just, okay. Yeah. Just 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 are you, post are, you it. are you asking people to uh, <laughs> post it notes? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're giving people your staple shopping list. Yeah. Um, so so just, I, I believe Jack's been quietly getting drunk during this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just please, please disregard him. Matter of fact, that's what you're <laughs> Look. No, 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 thanks. Cheers, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> right, listen, thank you so much. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, Jacob. And Jack, yeah. feel free to jump in. I might. <laughs> you know, I might. <laughs> we'll do it again. You could get drunk again. It'd be cool. <laughs> so it's in the morning, so it's okay. Oh, <laughs> someone cut his mic. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I'll catch you soon, man. And uh, thanks for your time today. Cheers, Jim. Thanks, Johnny. Bye, Johnny. Oh, what really great guys. I always love spending time with them. Obviously, I get to spend time with them on a regular basis. And I can be completely honest with you and tell you that I've never known two people so dedicated and so sort of hardworking and fully involved in your business. They really are the difference maker. Well, they have been for me and I know for many others. Go over to the show notes, click on the, the links there, give them a follow and check them out. You won't regret it. As always, thanks for sharing and leaving reviews. You'll never honestly know just how grateful I am for you doing that. It really, really is important to me and I really, really, really love that you do it. So thank you so much. If you fancy any further perspective on self-development, come and find me on YouTube and social media by searching The Self-Development Coach. And just another cheeky reminder that if you'd like to join our community, go over to Instagram click follow on the school of self-development uh well can't wait to see you there thanks again to my podcast producer charlie and i'll catch you next time for another episode of the self-development podcast